Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, my loves. I have a new healing modality that I want to introduce you to today if you've never heard of it or tell you more about if you have heard of it, but you've been curious. Maybe you've already worked with it. Acupuncture. I have used acupuncture this pregnancy because I'm 33. It's my fourth baby. And I just wanted to assist my body in carrying this child and see if I could bring my stress levels down and set myself up for as low as intervention as possible for my birth experience. Carrie Ann Hubbard, who is a board certified acupuncturist, she is so gentle. She's amazing. She's the owner of Luna Acupuncture, which focuses on fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum issues. And even if you don't live near me where she's practicing in Mesa, Phoenix area of Arizona, she's going to tell you how to find a qualified acupuncturist for those maternal issues in your area. I can't wait for you to explore this Chinese medicine. It's such a peaceful interview. Let's go. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, We learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I always am a little giddy. I feel like you can hear it in my voice anytime I have a guest on the show. I get really excited. And today's guest is Carrie Ann Hubbard. She is an acupuncturist. Is that the title you go by? I'm like, am I saying that right? That is correct. Okay. She is my acupuncturist, to be more specific. She works and you did you found, do you own Luna Acupuncture? That is my baby, one of one of many. So yes, I own, I'm the owner. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I go to Luna Acupuncture almost weekly now. I am going to have my baby on Sunday, my friends, the, the 28th of May. So we are like in the red zone. Got five more days. My face is nice and puffy if you can see the video. Um, but I'm sure it would be more puffy if I hadn't been going to acupuncture. <laughs> all these weeks in a row. So I'm really excited to introduce you guys to the modality of acupuncture. Obviously, we're not going to be performing it on anyone because we're on a podcast, 
but I want to have Carrie Ann share with us her background and like how she even got into this and what the heck is acupuncture. I know some of you guys have already experienced it. The others of you are just curious about it. Others of you are just like so scared of needles and are like, what? Don't even say that word. So we're going to talk about all of those things. And, um, I, I, I kind of want to share my experience of it too, but before I begin, I'd love for you, Carrie Ann, to introduce yourself and say hi to the audience. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here and, um, and share what I know about acupuncture because the knowledge base, the breadth of this medicine is very vast. And the one thing I love about it is you're just always learning something new. So. Yeah. I love that you called it medicine. Yeah, it is medicine. Tell me about it. it. Like what, what got you into it and what is acupuncture? Like what is, I mean, I know it's Eastern. Like when I think of acupuncture, I think of like Eastern medicine, but tell me, Mm -hmm. tell us. Sure. Okay. So first question, how did I get into this? I started, I, you know, I feel like there's always seeds planted in your life and it's just a, like a interconnection of either people or stories, personal journeys. And, um, I was diagnosed with IBS when I was young, like 12 or so. Oh, wow. Irritable bowel syndrome, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know. Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Basically like the runs, like not good digestion. It can, right. It can alternate between that and constipation. That's so Um, not fun. Mine was more anxiety, stress induced. Okay. And my mom was a nurse, and um, so she was teaching me breathwork techniques as well as going to the GI specialist and taking all this medication, and medication wasn't really managing the symptoms like day-to-day. It was just a struggle. I didn't want to eat. I was going to school all nervous, couldn't study, um, was really tired. I did that for about 10 years, and then I had like a mind-body connection. That's a piece of it. And then around the same time when I was 12... um, my aunt and my grandmother both had different types of cancer. And uh, my grandfather at the time, he, the second seed was, I wish I could take your aunt to China because they do more integrative care. And that was the first time I was really introduced to Chinese medicine and East Asian medicine. And that whole idea that there's more outside of just um, what we see in the standard care, the practice. Wow. Um, I love the wisdom of your grandfather. Yeah. And, and that, unfortunately that didn't happen because not, not very long after she passed, they both passed like about six months apart from each other. Mm. Um, but when I got into my twenties, you know, I went to college and, and I wasn't fulfilled. I just was a general comm major, studied a little bit of child psychology, nutrition and, um, landed there and got into real estate. And I kind of had my quarter life crisis. I'm like, what am I going to do? I went from Miami, Florida, to Phoenix, very big (laughs) change. And I found the acupuncture college here. So I did a four-year study, master's degree in herbology and acupuncture. And you do, you do some biology, Western medicine pieces as like the, the base for that program. And then you're learning about theory, which is a whole, it's kind of turning medicine on its head from a Western perspective into an East Asian holistic approach. And that's the beauty about it is that the emotions can play into how we are feeling physically, how the body's responding to certain things, you know, what we eat impacts us, what we put ourselves in, what environment, um, all of those things make a huge impact on how we're feeling. Oh, and yeah. so you really have to learn how to re 
reset or, you know, focus on, on what that's going to look like. How do you interpret that? It's like learning a, a new language. And all the acupuncture points are in, in Chinese. You learn the pinyin and and the herbs. So I did that for four years and then studied for my boards. And then 2012, I opened my practice. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't, studied and remember. I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize it was like such a rigorous situation. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes when we think of holistic modalities, we just think of, I don't know, like the bar is somehow lower. Like we have all this white coat respect, right? We are just taught and bred like a doctor. Oh my gosh, they went to so much school. And we don't realize that like an acupuncturist, four-year master's degree, she has to take boards and then she has to go open her practice. Like that's a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, well, that's, that's, that's kind of like where I started with it. And yeah. Um, I, I got initially into palliative cancer care. I was helping at Virginia Piper and Scottsdale and then doing um, and some other work in Ironwood, just helping with palliative, uh, palliative cancer care. Does with palliative patients. mean like just making them comfortable as they're kind of passing? Right. Or not even just passing, but the side effects of like chemo radiation. There's a lot of neuropathy or swelling, you know, lethargy or just, you know, feeling tired, nausea, vomiting, all oh. of the side effects, xerostomia, dry mouth, mm. you know, all of this like thermal dysregulation, hot flashes, all of those things acupuncture can help with. Yeah. It wasn't until I got pregnant <laughs> That I like in my own period, like my own experience with postpartum um, anxiety and depression that I, I've really veered this way towards um, yeah. women's health and medicine. Yeah. With my second, with my second is when I started really focusing on perinatal um, care. Yeah. Um, and I was basically praying for, for something to like unfold in that way. And one of the midwives um, locally asked me to do acupuncture at the birth center. And it was just like an answered prayer. Was it was that, amazing. Was that Willow? Birth center? That was Willow. Mm-hmm. Actually, Willow was the first time. Okay. So for those who don't know, I delivered my third baby about five and a half years ago at Willow Birth Center. Um, I was really trying to avoid the hospital. I'd had some even though they were taking life-saving measures, I like almost died on a hospital bed. So it was very scary for me to be there um, And at the time. Now I'm going to be delivering in the hospital again and for all good reasons. And it's I'm so healed of that fear. But anyway, so I'm at Willow Birth Center, which is in – I think it's technically Mesa. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're fabulous. I really enjoyed my experience there. I had a beautiful water birth and I remember your pamphlet on the little countertop and that's the first time I was exposed to you. And I kind of kept it in the back of my mind, totally lost the pamphlet, I'm sure. Um, but then come baby number four, I knew they had someone that did acupuncture that was specifically for moms that they recommended. And so I asked them for your pamphlet again, and it was still there like five years later on their little countertop. So then I called you. So your practice, Luna Acupuncture, is in Mesa? Mesa. It's like Mesa. Yeah, Southeast Mesa, um, Arizona, for those who don't know. That's where I'm living right now. And um, you focus primarily on the prenatal and stuff. Um, and fertility, like women, yeah. Tell us kind of the focus of your practice. That makes so much more sense knowing that yeah. you ex- experience the postpartum anxiety stuff with yeah. your kiddos. So yeah, tell so us your I, focus. Yeah, I um, so I do. Yes, I do fertility, women's health. So even if they're not trying to conceive, just regulating any hormonal dysfunction going on. Um, and then 
yes, I have a reputation for perinatal postpartum care and just being careful and just understanding that whole process. Yeah. Um, And I think with the clients that I do see, they have a little more trust because of the training and the the history of just my personal history that they know they're going into a space where the physiology and the the demands for pregnancy and postpartum, what that looks like. And that's another reason why I got my uh, perinatal mental health certification for the postpartum period to just be able to understand there's a lot of medications and things that come into question. And um, clients really want to know that the suggestions that you're making from a holistic standpoint are supportive and resonant with like their Western Western medicine care or just mm-hmm. standard care practices and that you really understand what is safe while you're nursing, if you choose to nurse or in pregnancy, um, or what's a, a, a holistic or more natural art alternative to just standard care practices. Yeah. So really giving choice in that, yeah. in that way, really yeah. important. I, I feel like I'm in really good hands. I want to tell everybody a little bit, if, if you're good with this, um, of my experience so far with acupuncture. So I I had no no idea. All I knew is there might be needles involved, and that was a little bit um uh, like unnerving for me. But I have a good friend who I Marco Polo with regularly, and she was telling me she's a mom of four, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, if I miss an acupuncture appointment, she lives in North Carolina. She's like, if I miss one." I am so grumpy. Like I've just realized I cannot skip those things. And I was like, really? I was so fascinated. And I was kind of getting into my second trimester in my pregnancy and I was getting grumpy (laughs) and heavier and stressed and just heavy. You just start to feel like you're slowing down. You start to grieve your old energy levels. And I just felt like I needed some nurturing. And um, so I booked with you and I remember my first appointment, you guys, I just fell asleep so deeply, like like drool on the pillow, um, puffy eyes kind of, when, but it was like refreshing, but it was like a deep, I mean, it was like a deep cleansing, a very purposeful sleep. It wasn't just like, oh, took a little nap. Um, and I think you only put a few, do you call them needles or what do you call them? Needles. Yeah. yeah and they're, by the way, let's talk about the size of the needles because I yeah. want everyone to know this. They're not like, like when you get your blood drawn, they're not like those needles. Those are actually huge <laughs> compared to these ones. Will you tell us a little bit about sure. the needles? Sure. They're, they're sterile one time used, um, filiform needles. They're as thin as your hair, about 15 to 18 can fit into a hypodermic needle. And you might feel the insertion. I always give this spiel because that is a really common concern. Is it painful? Is this going to be like torture? And often, um, you know, you don't really feel the insertion. Um, and if you do, it shouldn't, that sensation shouldn't remain like a sharper burning sensation and can be adjusted. But like you said, you go into a deep rested state um, because you're upregulating your parasympathetic nervous system. So your rest and digest state, your stomach will start rumbling. Your arms will get heavy. You might have a twitch response as you get deeper and deeper into like a heavier, heavier, relaxed state. And that is like, that's baseline. That's where we should be living. But we are so in our sympathetic like response to everything, all this external influences were just day to day, especially as parents, 
we got to anger ourselves. And that's like, this is a beautiful way to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially in postpartum, which is the hardest time for people to come in. Um, Especially those first six weeks, there's research that shows if you can do acupuncture, say you do have postpartum anxiety or depression and you need to go on medication, there's no judgment for that right? Mm -hmm. There's no judgment if you need a little support. Sometimes those meds, many of them take a while for them to actually kick in. At least two weeks. At least. Yeah. The the average is actually more like closer to six, Six. right? For it to really have a full effect. Right. And so that six weeks feels like a really long time when you're sleep deprived. And if you're feeding, if you're nursing baby or whatever it may be, and your body's trying to reacclimate, the acupuncture can help upregulate and reduce the stress response and get you to buffer and carry over that six week period until the the medication actually takes effect. So with the anxiety, depression Mm -hmm. and other pieces, um, it can be really helpful, but it is, it's very relaxing after the first time. Lizzie here. Keeping up my energy has been the hardest part of recovering from an emergency C-section this past year. And that is why I have chosen to team up with Timeline. Timeline is a Swiss-based life science company that has spent a decade researching longevity at the cellular level before they ever came out with a product. I'm so impressed by them. And their number one supplement that I take is called MitoPure. The reason I choose to take MitoPure is because it targets the mitochondria, which sophomore year science class is the powerhouse of your cell. So think of MitoPure as little Pac-Men going into your cells and taking out the damaged mitochondria and replenishing them with brand new ones. It's going to make you feel better and you're going to experience less inflammation and feel stronger too. You can go to timeline.com forward slash Lizzie, that's L-I-Z-Z-I-E, and use code Lizzie for 10% off of the MitoPure. That's dot com forward slash Lizzie. Use code Lizzie for 10% off the MitoPure cellular supplement. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the takeaways, you guys, from what she said, I want you to know, you said like 13 to 15 of your needles can fit into one of those blood drawing needles that we, like the thicker, right? Yeah, maybe maybe even more because they all have different thicknesses and the, the, the actual gauge of the needle. Okay. So, so we're talking like as thin as a piece of hair. These are like the the most fine little needles. They're one-time use. They're sanitized. And um, the only ones that I really feel is when she puts them up around my ear. And those are the most impactful too. So it's a little bit more sensitive of an area, like right behind your ear. The, th- the skin is thinner. But when she does those, I literally like instantly feel my body relax. So what I love about acupuncture and why I wanted to bring it on the podcast is um, sometimes depending on where you're at in your fight or flight response and in your nervous system regulation and in how overcooked you feel and how worked up you feel postpartum, um, sometimes you can be so in your head and so perpetually in that state of, um, like stress with everything you're adapting to that things like coaching and therapy, um, 
you know, you want them to work, but you have a hard time focusing. You have a hard time listening. You have a hard time asking the right questions. You know, you buy an online course and you just don't do it. Sometimes there are states that your nervous system are in that can be beyond where talk therapy and stuff can meet you. And I am like, a coach. And I'm telling you guys, every now and then there's somebody who really wants coaching or therapy to be their thing. Um, and they know it can work, but they feel shame because they get into the sessions and they're just so frazzled. Now I have ways of helping them recognize that and bringing them down in my sessions. We do breath work. We, we do tapping, we get into the body, but if you could integrate, if all of the people that were in my course could have some acupuncture, you know, weekly, maybe while they're going through it is, it, you bypass the brain and you go straight to the nervous system. You don't have to talk. In fact, when I get into her office, Carrie Ann knows. Sometimes she's like, how are you? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like my body, it's like a puppy. It's like Freud's, well, no, no, no. Who is it? Pavlov's dogs. Like I walk into your office and I'm normally this bubbly conversational person, but, and I'm like, don't take it personally, Carrie Ann, but I just shut down. Like my body just starts to, it knows that this is its time to recuperate and it takes it very seriously. And it is not a conscious thing. It's like my whole body just wants to just go into a cocoon on your table. <laughs> well, there's, there's reasons why your body does that, right? So the ear points, your vagus nerve innervates that area of the ear, right? Your vagal tone, vagus nerve that regulates your autonomic nervous system. So it affects your heart rate your respiration rate, your digestion. Um, it's those, those points are powerfully impactful. They use, there's a lot of studies on it for vets, that PTSD, that is a very like 45 minutes of just ear acupuncture can help them get out of that stress state. It helps break uh, stress or um, addiction cycles. Wow. It's very, it's very, very strong. Mm -hmm. But what acupuncture does is it helps reduce that, that cortisol level in the body, right? Mm -hmm. um, it helps you process your emotions. It creates microcirculation in the areas. If there's muscle tension, pain perception kind of blocks and mutes that reduces the inflammation and infertility, it, it works on the HPO axis. So that's a communication between the brain and the ovaries and the adrenals. So if our cycles, if we're very stressed and our cycles are getting short or things are dysregulated, it can help restore a balance in the body. Yeah. The thing I love about this medicine is your body already knows how to do what it needs to do. We are just gently facilitating that process. You are your own healer. I'm just kind of helping you facilitate the, the process through acupuncture needles or right. and, and additional support. So, okay. So the actual points, like locations on the body that the needles go in, are those, do those like tell our body things or is it less that the, the needles and the placements are communicating with the body and it's more, I don't know, like how my brain is boggled. Like how does that work that you like different locations or is it just that you're getting in, in between a line of communication in the body, like from brain to spine or from brain to arm? I don't know. Like, can you break that down for me, <laughs> for us? Sure. So the, it's inner, so East East Asian medicine, Chinese medicine is thousands of years old. And they, you know, like think 100 BC, we have our, one of our first classical texts, the Yellow Emperor's Guide. And it talks about 
they already had this figured out with the, the actual channels or meridians. And those were the acupuncture points lie. And it's based on the observation of like what is going on in nature. We live within the seasons. Each, each point has a specific name on, of its energetic functions or what its intentions are. Most of them are nature-based. Wait, 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 wait. Um, okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I gotta like slow you down because this is blowing my mind a little bit. <laughs> so you're okay. saying, you're saying that there was a text a hundred years BC, 100 BC. And, yeah, yellow, that yellow emperors. Okay. Died. And people, humans had already figured out what are meridians? <laughs> I know. I think. I think I know what that is. But can you explain what that means? So meridians are the chant. Like so, our acupuncture points lie within or on meridians. They connect the external part of our body with the internal through through the various organs that run through our body. And this is where chi and blood flow through. Chi is energy. Chi is for lack of. It's like a vital vital life force energy like Gaia. Um, right. And we can look at it from Western medicine terms as like our ATP production or mitochondrial function, like how our cells on a cellular level are functioning like to their fullest effect. Okay. Um, so it's the, the channel, the channel system with the acupuncture points is just how they translate it based on observation. They wrote everything down. They marked points. Oh, this point has this type of effect on the body. It's years and years and generations of, of practitioners and families that saved this information and just carried it down. It's like a lineage. A lot of it is like safe within the family structure. It wasn't passed down freely. Um, Chinese medicine was made uh, more, it was kind of watered down the esoteric piece of it through through communist China. They they just kind of like watered it down a little bit, and that's what we we learn more. We kind of took all the 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 Shen or the the life, the spirit out of the medicine and the education system. Um, anyway, I digress. But well, I can tell you have a uh, passion for this though, beyond just like the textbooks to get your job done. Right? It's like right. It feels like it lives and breathes within you. It's, it's it all encompassing. The medicine is all encompassing, but yeah. to go, to go back to your question, physiologically, yes, the insertion of a needle, they've done MRI scans of where the brain lights up and compared to a control study or sham acupuncture, sham acupuncture, meaning they're just sticking a point in the body. You know, if I want like to a placebo. Do, Placebo, um, yes, like a placebo, or we know that if we stick a needle here, it's not going to have the intended function based on the medicine. So like very popular point in pregnancy is the point between the thumb and the pointer finger, it's hegu. It's a command point for the head. Well, if you needle that point, you're going to see the, the MRI light up with the corresponding part of the brain that helps with pain perception. Wow. Um, so wow. It, it's just, a you know. It's really fascinating. The fascial structure in our body, everything is connected. And mm. you know, yeah, well, there's a whole bunch of research on it. We could talk a lot, a lot, a lot more. And I'm actually going to nerd out more on the neuroscience this this coming in a few weeks. I'm going to take another class on it because it's there's more and more research. It just shows the physiological impact of, of what the medicine can do. So 
I just have yeah. such a special feeling right now thinking about ancient families in China record keeping their their studies over thousands of years on on different points and what a gift that is to us in modernity or modernly um because of the fast pace of our life because of how wrecked so many of our nervous systems are how hijacked we are how dysregulated we are and we don't even know it like you guys it's so fascinating i think that's what i i think that's what i i I have awakened to the most with my experience of acupuncture is i'm doing lots of different healing types of things regularly and yet when i go in there and lay on the table i hit such a juicy baseline when i'm driving home after i like wake up i'm i feel you know i'm like Because there's always a moment of a little bit of grog because you just go so deep into relaxation. So you kind of have to get through that. You get your clothes back on. I go pay Carrie Ann and and I check out some of her cool little tinctures. She has so many fun little tinctures and books in her little front room, her waiting room. So I I always hang there for a minute and kind of like let myself get. But when I drive home, it is like I'm living in a different dimension. Like the quality of thoughts that go through my mind. I often don't want an audiobook on. I don't want music on. I love the silence, which how many of us are comfortable with silence, typically speaking? But when you're that regulated, it's just naturally where you want to be. And I'm so happy with just my thinking and just like an empty, chill brain. And I have the most fabulous ideas. I'm inspired. Um, I I have spiritual hits a lot when I'm driving home from acupuncture. So yeah, I think that's it. like long story short for me, it's just been, um, I, um, it has shown me a new level of self-regulation, a new depth of baseline. And once you get a feel for it, you want it regularly. You do because it's kind of where we're meant, like you said, we're, we're kind of meant to be there, but we're almost never there because of just the pace of our lives, all that we're doing, and our own lack of body-mind awareness um, that we've kind of lost. Like all these families in China, they kept these records, they're studying the body. We've been doing no such thing, (laughs) most of us, right? So um, this is just such a gift to us here in in the pace of life we live. I, I love it. Do you have any comments on that? No, I think that's beautiful that that's like how you receive it. Yeah. Everybody is different from where they, you know, come in. Yeah. Um, for so treatment. Think, will you tell us a few like ex- ex- specific cases of clients you've worked with and maybe ways that they've needed or used acupuncture for specific results, whether it was an injury, fertility, postpartum anxiety, depression, like just give us some ideas of, of some success stories and just ways people have really used it, especially moms. There's so many, there, there are so many, just, I would say glimmers, uh, of hope I've had like just this past the just this past month I had five pregnancies announced for for clients that wanted to just try to conceive naturally either they have a PCOS diagnosis um they've been trying to conceive for a year they just want to try a natural method um which is amazing those are always those are always happy stories and then I have that clients that come in I had a client that came in she had a um she was she's a multip. So it's her second pregnancy. And, um, the first was very, very traumatic and she wanted to try for, uh, a feedback. And so we adjust 
we addressed that in her treatments and she was able to have and heal her prior birth story with the second labor experience. So, um, so could you just give me like an idea? Like, so she's trying to have a VBAC recovering from trauma. How do you specifically work with her body? You know, is it more of the pressure points? Is, are you tuning into her emotionally? Like what feedback gives you an idea of how to treat her? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sure. So... That's in, that's important. When we when we look at a patient or when I'm looking at a client, I'm looking at different things. I'm looking at their physical appearance. What can I see on the outside, okay, of their physical appearance? I look at their face. I feel their pulses. I look at their tongue. That tells me what's going on internally. And you're, everybody will plant seeds. It's always about planting seeds. They will leave you little nuggets about what meridian is in discord if they're if they're if they're telling you about what's going on in their life. For example, I like to like I like to keep things in control. I like to know what to expect. I feel like I always have to be on top of things that hypervigilant. Well then we're going to look at the lung meridian because that is very much in tune with oh we're trying to control things and kind of subdue that down. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's there's grief and, and just sadness. You can kind of get that just from conversation. And so you're going to, you're going to work on letting people process the grief and give them space to feel safe, to share the grief yeah. in whatever way that comes up. And then there are specific points to kind of help harness that. Mm. So we look at emotional because, okay. So for, I could go down the rabbit hole. Here, I want but, you to a little bit. <laughs> I'm loving this. So, so for the the beauty of the medicine is that the heart is is the king or the emperor of the body and our emotions play a huge impact on how we manifest that physically in the body. Yeah. So we have to always always I always treat the shen or the spirit or whatever is going on emotionally Whatever is coming in physically, you come in for back pain, that's fine. Great. We're going to treat your back, but we're also going to upregulate the parasympathetic and work on any emotions associated with this. When we're in pain, often we get irritable or we're angry about something, or maybe there's a lot of fear because we don't feel secure in our life and it manifests as back, back pain. So the, mm-hmm. the body keeps the score is a wonderful book and it talks about how we manifest physio, like physically these emotions or these little traumas that we're holding on to that maybe we haven't visited or processed in a safe space. Always working on those things. Um, and, and gently never, I always meet the client where they're at. 
right? right? What they're ready to process. Maybe they don't want to process those things. That's very important. You have to honor and kind of get consent before you, you should always get consent (laughs) before you treat anybody, but on what they're willing to, Mm -hmm. to go. Mm Because I had one client, he's an officer and he came in for stress management and he was not, I gathered, because I only saw him once, he was not the type of person that was going to visit or if he had PTSD, any of the hard things that he sees in his line of work. And he was angry, like all this anger just came out on the table, just angry, angry, angry. And I, I didn't take it personally because I knew that he was just, he releasing. was processing things. Yeah totally releasing things. So you, you can kind of get, yeah, there's a lot of beauty in and everything I see if it's ugly, messy, whatever, yeah. but it, that's healing is messy. Yeah. It's ugly. You know what? So, um, I remember, I'm remembering as you're saying all this, that there was one session that I came in and instead of just snoozing, I started bawling and I didn't even couldn't even stop it. It was like almost overwhelming. And I, I'm a crier. Like I, I have no problem with crying. So I can imagine for somebody who doesn't feel comfortable with crying, it would have been maybe alarming. Um, so I'm just putting that out there because it's normal because the needles just like, they can like pull it out of you. And I was just sobbing, like, like heavy sobbing. Um, to the point where I think you stayed in the room for a little bit and just were, you were with me because I think I asked you to be um, because it was so much emotion coming forth. And I just found myself saying pregnancy is so hard. Like this is so hard and you feel at least feel so alone and nobody can share it with you. No one can share the load with you. Um, And yeah, it just was incredible. So incredible. Yeah. It like stands out. And I think I took a week, I skipped a week after that because I just needed to like recover yes. and let that integrate because it was big. It was like a big release, but it was so beautiful. So beautiful too. Yeah. It can, it can help really unwind is what I call it. Just a peeling back the layers or just unwinding the tension that we have internally, maybe that we don't even realize is truly there. So mm-hmm. it's a slow unwinding. Um, yeah, it does a lot of wonderful, beautiful things. And that's why I love the medicine because you're always, always learning. Mm, so beautiful. Yeah. So where can people kind of find you if they're living around here? How can they work with you? Sure. So easiest way is lunaacupuncturez.com and just booking. I do free consultations for clients that just have questions. Um, a lot of questions typically in like perinatal, prenatal care, like labor induction, or I'm going to be induced. What do I do? All this. Can you treat this in pregnancy? Um, and so I answer those questions or for fertility, especially. Um, that's the easiest way. Okay. And then I'm on Instagram at lunaacupuncture.az as well. I love that. So do you remember the first time you saw me? Like, what was my body telling you? <laughs> Just as for fun. Do you remember when I first walked in? Like, I, I remember my oh, yeah. face was really puffy. I mean, I, I'm i just curious if you remember or or even the last couple times I've been in. Like, what do you feel from me? Sure. So the first time I met you, your energe- 
like energy wise, like the heart's energy, because every, every meridian can kind of get a little imbalanced. So you were more of like a heightened heart state. I had caffeine that day. I remember. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you did. But everything was just like, and we just needed to like, you were just, you know, it was, I was was happy, but I was was like, like, I was up. Yeah. Yeah. Very up. And we just, I just needed to anchor you down. Yep. That was the first thing. That was my first impression. It was like a joy. It was a joyful heart energy. Yeah. But I knew like we needed to take you to space to like go a little more inward. Yeah. Yeah, And caffeine does not help before acupuncture. (laughs) Right. So. Yeah. yeah. And I was like kind of unanchored, I would say, um, at that visit. I had been running late. Um, I think I had been doing a podcast interview. You were. I think I was late the first couple of times. But it's so funny how um, my self-care and my executive functioning has improved my organization a little bit too. Um, I've just slowed everything down and I have gone more inward. And I think there's probably other factors besides the acupuncture, but I I can't it's it's hard because I'm still new at this me- modality, this medicine. So I'm still learning how to discern how it is impacting me. Um mm-hmm. And how to articulate that. Um, but I I just, the way my body responds when I go into your office, how I just sort of shut down in a good way. Like I just start to re- recuperate and relax from, oh my gosh, you guys, I have my oldest kids got ADHD and he's on the autism spectrum. He's got like almost 20 hours of therapy in our home every week. So I'm constantly, you know, my husband and I are both constantly like, okay, what therapist is coming when? There's all that thing we do. Then I've got a daughter in dance. Um, and then my other kid is in a ninja class. And these are all like, we want to be doing these things, but then I'm growing a baby and I have a million appointments because my risk, my pregnancy has been a little higher risk this time around and with high blood pressure. And um, speaking of, Anyway, so I just, I'm just saying like, it's wonderful for my body. I wanted to just touch on, you said something, you said um, the emotions play such a role. And I have really, I've always believed that, but this pregnancy, so you guys, I had preeclampsia with my first baby and um, it was, it snuck up on the doctors and us. And so I was emergency induction at 38 weeks and six days, which gratefully was pretty full term, but my baby was still pretty small. He was growth restricted because I had had the high blood pressure, but I didn't know it. And I was very swollen, but I just thought, oh, that's pregnancy. I didn't realize, you know, that there was protein in my urine and that my blood pressure was up. Anyway, now it's like nine years later, I'm pregnant again. I've I've had higher blood pressure, but definitely not in the preeclampsia range. And now it's on our radar. So I've been actively working on my blood pressure. But I will tell you that the number one factor that raises my blood pressure more than what I eat, it, more than anything, is my anxiety about my blood pressure. If I start to hyper-focus on it and I worry about it, it just creeps, 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 creeps up. Um, it, more than even just you know, the stresses of the day, like getting my kids ready for school, those will raise it moderately, but it is fascinating. I have gotten almost to preeclamptic levels. We're talking about like 158 over a hundred plus, um, which if you don't know, preeclampsia is usually if you're in the 160s over the 110s, like anywhere beyond there or in there is like, you could have potentially a seizure. They're, they're kind of nervous for you. And I got really close to there the other day, just like not managing my mind and letting my thoughts kind of go to scary places about what could happen and what happened that one time with my first pregnancy. And 
Oh, it was such a lesson that um, my, like something like blood pressure, which we think about as a health metric, is so emotionally connected. And so I, I, and then of course my experiences on your table with the needles just totally back that up too. So it's very fascinating. It's very supportive for just kind of managing, managing um, high blood pressure. So, and then the cervical ripening. The cervical ripening. Oh yeah. yeah. Tell us just, yeah. just for a second for pregnant sure. women. So, yeah. So it helps with, uh, like prostaglandin production and beta endorphin release. So that all, all those wonderful juicy hormones that kind of help with the cervical, uh, maturation and the, the Bishop score. So getting baby engaged into the pelvic cavity and just encouraging that, that natural process of becoming becoming ready for mm-hmm. whatever comes your way. And that, that reduces epidural rates, cesarean rates. Um, it increases vaginal birth rate. So it drops it by 30% for medical interventions and like 9% increase for vaginal birth rates. I'm preparing. So like 36 weeks on. Wow. So, that's so cool. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm actually going to be with Carrie Ann later this afternoon on her table, by the way. I have two okay. appointments this week. I booked, I double booked because I am being induced on Sunday for the safety of me and baby because of the, the, the line I've been walking with the blood pressure, even though I've been able to manage it so much more than that first time around. It's still just been like high enough to where the doctor and I are both like, oh, this just doesn't doesn't feel like we need to stay pregnant that long. She's good. She's like six plus pounds. We're we're good. Um, anyway, and so I booked for today and then Friday as well. And then I get induced Sunday. So we will be having fun. I'll be 37 weeks on Thursday. So we'll be getting that cervix ripened, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Doing lots of good stuff for you. Yes. Ugh, I love how, you know, sometimes in Western medicine, you find a solution, but there's like side effects or there are things that kind of go against your body, but then they give you the outcome you want. Whereas acupuncture isn't that way. It's completely complementary to what your body's already doing. It just supports your body in doing what it's already doing. Would you, is that how you feel about it? Definitely. And it's safe. It's safe. There in research, there's no difference between outcome for mother and baby with just standard care versus incorporating acupuncture. And I know that's a concern I, I get often asked about is, is this, is this, un, is this, you know, not, is this unsafe for me to do in right. pregnancy? Right. Um, and if you go to a skilled practitioner, no, if they know what they're doing, no. Yeah, that's so so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. I just wanted to share I wanted to share Carrie Ann with you guys because um I have felt so nurtured in her office um by her energetically and yet she has this strong professional backbone so you feel you feel like that sense that you're in a medical like a almost like a doctor's office except it's so femininely nurturing and safe feeling. And she's got like, I don't even know what decor you have. You've got low, kind of low lighting. I feel like I want to say you have like a gong or something. I don't think there's actually a gong in there, but you have like some of these. I'm like, what? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know because when I go in there, my body just starts to relax so deeply. I don't really know what's in your office. I just know it makes me feel good. (laughs) It's like a boho zen vibe. Very dark. We want it like not to feel clinical, even though we are clinically like we are trained. 
trained. Yeah. Um, we want people to feel safe where yeah. it's not, it doesn't feel so sterile so they can like get to a safe space and rest. Yes. So yeah. if someone doesn't live in Arizona or anywhere near you, how would you recommend they go about finding like a good Ooh. practitioner? Good question. Um, so MAMPS, Maternity Acupuncture Mentorship, um, or it's like peer mentorship group MAMPS, um, they have like OB trained acupuncturists. Wow. And then that's there's cool. a website, AccuFinder, which you put your zip code, the AccuFinder.com. You can put your zip code in and find somebody. I would look for somebody that is either like MAMPS, OBAA uh, certified. That means that they, they understand perinatal uh, postpartum health. And then ABORM is an acupuncturist board of reproductive medicine. That's A-B-O-R-M. And they have, that's another board exam um, for fertility specialty, if that's something that you're looking at. And that's, that's international too. So. Okay. So basically try to find some, if you're going to do acupuncture, you might as well try to find somebody who specializes in the motherhood realm, whether it's fertility, postpartum or pregnancy that you're working on. Yeah. And if they want, they can just reach out to me at one of those, those places I mentioned earlier, and I'll be happy to find somebody. Oh, look at that guys. You're so taken care of. And we'll put those links that she just mentioned in the show notes. If you could send those to me, that'd be great because then they can go self-serve a little bit if they want to. Carrie Ann, love you so much. I'll see you later today on your table. (laughs) Thank you for being here at my podcast. It's been so fun. You guys go visit her where she said she is. I know she's on Instagram. She's got a website. She does free consultations. She's so lovely. She's so lovely. So go, go reach out to her. She's like, she said, she's willing to help you. And again, thanks for being here, Carrie Ann. Thank you, Lizzie. You're welcome. Okay. We'll see you guys. Hey, Lizzie here. You may be wondering how to work with me while I'm having a baby. And I just want you to know I've created an online course for you. It's called Postpartum Freedom. It goes through my three main movements or processes, steps that I take women through. And it's at lizzielangston.com forward slash course. Also, if you have not downloaded my free mini course, Get Out of the Postpartum Rut, it includes in the email series that comes with signing up for that a promo code or a a discount code for the actual paid course. And the free mini course is awesome. So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash course to get the purchased course. Or if you want the free mini course, it's just on the homepage at lizzielangston.com. Thank you for listening, for sharing this with your friends, for rating and reviewing the podcast. And we'll see you guys right here on the Postpartum Coach Podcast next week. Lizzie here. Keeping up my energy has been the hardest part of recovering from an emergency C-section this past year. And that is why I have chosen to team up with Timeline. Timeline is a Swiss-based life science company that has spent a decade researching longevity at the cellular level before they ever came out with a product. I'm so impressed by them. And their number one supplement that I take is called MitoPure. The reason I choose to take MitoPure is because it targets the mitochondria, which sophomore year science class is the powerhouse of your cell. 
So think of MitoPure as little Pac-Men going into your cells and taking out the damaged mitochondria and replenishing them with brand new ones. It's going to make you feel better and you're going to experience less inflammation and feel stronger too. You can go to timeline.com forward slash Lizzie, that's L-I-Z-Z-I-E, and use code Lizzie for 10% off of the MitoPure. That's T-I-M-E-L-I-N-E.com forward slash Lizzie. Use code Lizzie for 10% off the MitoPure cellular supplement. 